Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Think Orange podcast. A podcast with ideas and conversations to help you influence the next generation. Well, g'day, everyone. My name is Dave, welcoming you back to another episode of the Think Orange podcast. As always, our goal for the podcast is to encourage, inspire, and resource you by giving you access to the speakers, the thought leaders, and the experts who are rethinking and reimagining the way ministry can be done. Now, during the pandemic, the way church leaders connected with parents and families had to shift radically. But in reality, statistics show that people who attended church had stopped attending church long before COVID. So this week, Reggie Joyner and Kristen Ivey will unpack the unique opportunities the church has right now to reimagine and reinvent how we partner with those parents who aren't planning to come back to our church buildings. And if you'd like to take a more in-depth look at this specific topic, you can join Kristen for a brand new webinar called Engage Every Parent Everywhere. You can register to join at thinkorange.com forward slash every parent. That website again is thinkorange.com forward slash every parent. Well, let's jump straight in to today's topic. So I'm sitting here with Kristen Ivey, the president of Orange. I'm Reggie Joyner, the CEO of Orange. And we've been having this conversation about parents for 15 to 20 years. And we love having a conversation with leaders and exploring and discovering what it looks like to engage every parent. That's one of our core five values. And when we talk about engage every parent, that phrase is loaded. We've wrestled for years with the exact wording of that phrase. And then there was the pandemic. So Kristen, when we talk about this, and I want to show you this for just a second, what literally happened during the pandemic is everyone who we would consider to be a Sunday at church parent ended up at home. And all of a sudden, there was this tension that we all felt for the first time we had an identity crisis with Sunday. I feel like I just won a game of chess. (laughs) (laughs) I got all the parents over here in the home. Although while we were all in our homes, let's be honest, it didn't feel like we were winning sometimes because we were sort of stuck in our homes, wherever that may be, with whoever we were stuck with for a very long period of time. But the reality was we couldn't go to church maybe the way that uh, we were used to. Yeah, and, and there's a reality check. And we're beginning to sense and experience a little bit of what is starting to happen coming out of the pandemic. Because, and we're going to make a few suggestions, you don't have to agree, this is just our observation and what we believe optimistically, is that most parents, you know, are going to come back. We think there are going to be a lot of parents who show back up at the church. But with that being said, some parents aren't going to come back yet because they're still waiting to figure out if they can make that psychological transition back into this space. But here's the reality, and this is where I'm going to set you up to talk for a few minutes. Some parents are never coming back, and some parents were never coming. Before the pandemic ever happened, there was a majority of our population who we would consider would be Sunday-at-home parents, not Sunday-at-church parents. So the challenge is, back to this idea of why does it matter to think in terms of engaging every parent, and why does it even why is it even worth a discussion to talk about partnering with parents? 
I mean, I've said this before, but when I first started in ministry and I was volunteering and I was interning and working in a lot of churches, I'll be honest, I didn't think that it mattered, <laughs> Reggie. I, I don't know that I ever said that. I just didn't really prioritize partnering with parents because I was showing up to volunteer with teenagers. I liked teenagers. I thought, you know, their sarcasm really resonated with me. There was just something fun about their optimistic outlook on life. And so I missed the potential of partnering with parents. But then I met you and learned some things about the importance of families, and it really changed my perspective forever. And one of the things that really shifted the way I think about parents is just looking at the time that a kid will spend with a caregiver on an average week. I mean, kids spend the majority of their time either in school or at home. When you compare that to the number of hours that a kid spends with us in ministry, whether you're a small group leader, uh, whether you're paid staff, whatever your role is in ministry, it just doesn't add up. Yeah. The math would suggest that a caregiver or a parent will have way more influence than we could ever have and that their influence will outlast ours. One of the defining moments for me in ministry was when my kids who I'd been with for four years, these teenagers, I started with them as freshmen and kind of volunteered with them for four years, when they graduated high school and I began to realize that they were gonna move off into all these different areas of life and that my influence with them was kind of gonna shift. Mm -hmm. It was gonna change. And as I look back across you know, a number of small groups that I've led now, there is something that shifts and changes as a ministry leader, as kids kind of grow up and move on to whatever's next. But kids will stay connected to their parent or to their caregiver in a way that they will not stay connected to us long after our influence fades. You've been doing a lot of work over the last few years on what it looks like to help parents win. There's kind of a myth that I think sometimes as church leaders we bought into, which is the idea that what we're really trying to do is to get parents to help the church win, and that's how we're helping them win. But when we reimagine what this looks like and this board begins to shift and change and we start realizing even way before the pandemic, there were a lot of parents that we needed to rethink how we were partnering with them that were not participating in a Sunday morning model. That the reimagination of that is literally an invitation to the church to fight for their relationships with parents in the community and fight for their influence you know, with families in their community. I, I lived, you know, through the 70s, so I survived disco and the pandemic. And um, I remember thinking in terms of, you know, what parachurch organizations looked like in that phase of time, because so many parachurch organizations showed up to try to do something the church wasn't doing. And I think what happened in some scenarios is the church forfeited its relationship with kids and teenagers because they wouldn't make the changes they needed to make. And I think what you're inviting churches and families to do is to reimagine their relationship together. And what does that mean? And what does it look like for the church to step back into this space? And you said this the other day, and I thought it was absolutely amazing, to not try to make resources more important than the relationship, but to make the relationship more important than resources. Because at the end of the day, the church really is strategically positioned in the context of a community to build a relationship with these people. Absolutely. And the way that we build relationships is what somebody's going to remember 
I mean, far more than any message that we share, uh, any conversation guide that we could give them, any handout that you know we distribute through email or at the door. There's so many ways that we you know focus on resources, focus on resources, and sometimes miss the power of relationship that's at the heart of what the church really is called to do in the local community, that we are an example of the hope that we have in a really tangible way when we make relationships our top priority. And that should be in every aspect of your ministry. As you were talking, Reggie, I started thinking, though, about this last year. And I think if we're really honest, something that happened is that the church kind of encountered a little bit of a PR crisis. Mm. I don't know if that's fair to say, but I just watched some things happen on social media, some articles that are coming out. And maybe it was already taking place, but it escalated this last year. And when we meet with leaders, I am just reminded not to lose heart, not to lose hope, that even if you've seen some of the worst you know, stories on social media or you've seen some things that make even you question if you should be doing what you do, there are so many leaders who are good leaders doing incredible relational work in communities that are absolutely making a difference in the faith and future of the next generation. But the one thing that will really change the way a generation thinks about the church is not the way we resource through you know, any kind of content, but the way that we provide a relational support network for their family. And we're in the middle of this study right now where we're asking people, what's one thing that you wish that the church had done for your parent when you were growing up? And the, the responses have been incredible, but there was one that stood out to both of us that I know we were reading through these the other day, where a lady actually commented on the way that her church community had supported her single mother in Louisiana 50 years ago and what an impact it made on the way that she thought about church today because she said the church really prioritized her mom and the way that the church loved her mother made such an impact that it changed the way she thought about church even today. That's great. I mean, what could happen if we would just love a person's parents so much that it forever changed the way that they thought about the church? That's great. I I think when I hear you tell that story, I want to remind those that are watching that are in ministry, again, we're not saying that you should stop doing what you do for those parents and families who are going to come back. We're extending or expanding the invitation to do exactly what Kristen is talking about. And that's to start building a bridge to parents who aren't going to show up on Sunday morning. The invitation is to redefine your success in broader terms. We have always said, right, as the church, the Great Commission, we're to go, not to ask them to come. But the honest truth is, we have spent so much of our programming and time thinking about those who are coming, we have forgotten how to go in a way that makes a difference. And that's kind of your invitation that your team is working on and it's such an exciting thing. There's some things coming up that are gonna be huge. And literally what we're saying is engage every parent and we're adding a word to engage every parent to cast a bigger vision to those of you watching. Well, I think we had to add this word, like you said, in the last year, and that word is everywhere. So we've always said engage every parent, but now we would say engage every parent everywhere. Everywhere, meaning even if they're not coming to your Sunday morning services, even if they aren't coming to your ministries, 
prioritize the way that you engage every parent everywhere, even if that everywhere is in their own home, even if that everywhere happens to be on the soccer field or you know, at the school play or in a number of other areas. How can you engage every parent everywhere? We've actually started a research project this last year where we're trying to understand what it really could look like to reimagine the way that we engage with parents. Um, we've doing some listening to ministry leaders to hear what's working right now when it comes to engaging parents everywhere. And we're taking a lot of that information and we're going to have a webinar this month where we can help share everything that we're learning with you so that you can participate with us in that conversation. This is an important conversation to have because guess what? If you've only been measuring success this way, and your elders have been measuring success this way, and your lead pastor has been measuring success this way, and even maybe the parents who come are measuring success this way, you're going to have to stretch some new muscles. You're going to have to create some new yardsticks. You're going to have to have some conversations. And this webinar is so important to start that process as we figure out how to do the things we need to do to engage every parent everywhere. So how do, we, how do we participate in the webinar? You can register to participate in the webinar at thinkorange.com backslash every parent. We hope that you'll join us because we really want you to be part of this conversation. We have to help each other continue to learn what's working, what's challenging right now. What are some things that we might want to try because our mission is too great not to try new things, not to experiment a little, not to risk a little so that we really can be effective at discipling a generation. Well, that was some great stuff there and so practical. Once again, if you'd like to take a deeper look into this topic, you can join Kristen at the Engage Every Parent Everywhere webinar by registering today at thinkorange.com forward slash every parent. That website again is thinkorange.com forward slash every parent. And if you'd like to participate in the research project Kristen mentioned and you live in the US, you can simply text us your answer to this question. What is something someone could have done that would have helped your parents win at being better parents? You can text your answer to 678-404-1611. That number again, 678-404-1611. Well, thanks again for joining us on the Think Orange podcast this week. You know, we'd love to stay connected with you on social media. So join us on Instagram and Facebook at at Orange Leaders. And we'd also love if you could leave us a review and a star rating on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Thanks again for listening. My name is Dave Adamson. And remember, when you think next generation or church strategy, think orange. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Think Orange podcast. Join us next time for more ideas and conversations to help you influence the next generation. For more episodes and show notes, visit thinkorangepodcast.com.